Hi, this is Peter Rivera, and I'm the original drummer and lead singer of the group Rare Earth. We've had a long career, 50 years. We've played all over the world. We've recorded many, many albums and lots of hit singles. I'm going to talk about them all. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the stories. When I joined the Sunliners, there were four of them. There was a guitar player, Russ Tarana, and Ralph Tarana, his twin brother, played keyboards. Ralph and Russ didn't look at all like each other, but nevertheless, they were twin brothers. And Man, I'll tell you, I was so impressed with them because not only were they a band that I was jumping in on, but they were all older than me. They had their own cars. They had girlfriends. They... they they had a life that was just so much ahead of mine that I just took to them and I was so enthralled with being with them that I just, you know, I kept my mouth shut and I just practiced and played and did absolutely the best I can because, you know, I kind of wanted to be like them. And I was pretty green at the time, just coming out of the Sultans. And, and here I was with a real band two saxes, guitar, keyboard, and me. And then this other guy, John Persh, used to come by and he'd pick up another guitar and we'd play. And uh, God just had a lot of fun doing it. And then I'd take my drums home, come back two days later, set them up, here we go again. This went on. And, and uh, the guys in the band were they're really cool. They all had different personalities and everything, and so that was a, an education for me. Ralph and Russ were really, I mean, if you go to the happy days kind of thing in your mind, Ralph and Russ were always dressed nice, always home at 6 o'clock for dinner. Their mother was very well respected. She was a sweetheart. Her name was Carmen. And the dad, Russell, uh, he, he worked, and he was just a, a jolly guy, a nice guy. And Ralph and Russ's house was like kind of like the band house. It's where everybody went over there. And when we had band practice, lots of people would stop by. Guys that I didn't even know, they were, again, all driving their own cars, 18, 19, even 20 years old. Some really great guys, and I was pretty intimidated by it all, but... Slowly but surely, I got to know some of the other guys. Never really hooked up with them like like the band did because they knew them for, you know, years before I came along. But what a great experience. And, and so a lot of my social life, I just kind of walked away from because here was this new thing. I was learning all this really cool stuff. And, and uh, you know, I, I was still... My dad was still dropping me off at band practice. <laughs> well, that had to change, I tell you that right now. But anyways, that uh, kind of sums up what they were. Gil played sax. He was kind of a quiet guy, real good-looking guy. Had a beautiful girlfriend, and he was the one with the Sunliner car. So, But real quiet, kind of Fonzie-like guy, you know, uh, Good looking. Everybody looked up to him. Everybody liked him. He was super, super quiet. So we were always aware of, you know, is Gil happy or isn't he happy? I could, uh, yeah. And then Fred, 
Fred Katenko, who changed his name to Fred Saxon, he was the leader. And Fred was just a great guy. He was a pretty tough leader. He, you know, Fred was a, a kind of a, not a big man. His, his brothers were actually jockeys, horse jockeys. So it gives you an idea of how big they might have been. But Fred played that sax and handled the chores of running the band. Uh, and, and I just, I loved Fred. He was just a great guy. And so John Persh would come by and sit in, like I t- said before, but John was really down-to-earth guy. I mean, he was like, ah, give me another beer. Let's eat a couple burgers. Hey, what's going on? He really a cool, cool guy and uh, just loved John. He eventually, him and I became really close, went fishing together, laughed together, just just had a ball for years. John was just a great guy. I miss him terribly. John passed many years ago in the late 70s. Um and Fred Saxon recently, uh, this being 2019, he recently just passed. Fred, did. a tremendous loss. Uh, it came out of nowhere. Kind of miss you, Fred. And uh, we'll always love you and always love you, John. As a matter of fact, I'll always love all the guys in the Sunliners. It was a monumental time of my life. And uh, I'll go into that more and more as I do some of this pod work here. I was still just like 15 years old in high school, a sophomore, and they were already out of high school. They were in the junior colleges and, and going off. To, they all had cars. And, I mean, they were really nice guys, but the, the fact that they were older than me, they I kind of had them be my mentors. The funny thing about it is, is when I would rehearse with them, Friends of theirs uh, would would come by, stop by, and come down and sit in little folding chairs in the basement and listen. Well, I'm looking around like I'm 16 years old. These guys are all 18, 19, 20. And I'm like, wow, really kind of sort of intimidated at first till I got to know them. Because, you know, I'm looking at them going, these guys are really cool. This is what cool is. And I don't know how I got here, but anyways... It went on and on and on, and, and, and eventually it was asked me, do I sing? And I said, well, I really don't sing. I've never sang before in a band. You know? I said, well, we're going to have some gigs eventually, and we're going to need songs. So I uh, told them, yeah, okay, I'll sing. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. So we picked out a, I think the song we picked out was called 16 Candles. It's like happy, but 16 candles, do, 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 da, 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 da. Well, anyways, 16 Candles, and then I would play that really, really simple. On the bass, you know, bass drum, snare, hi-hat. And they'd play the backing. Yeah, you know, we'd go over it and go over it and go over it. And then the next rehearsal, we'd go over it again and go over it again until it really started sinking in. And again, I was playing 
simple drums and trying to sing at the same time. And had the words written out on uh, pieces of cardboard. <laughs> we used to call it shirt cardboards. For years, we'd get, uh, get your shirts done in the cleaners, and they would fold them for you. And in there was this perfect size cardboard. And we'd get shirt cardboards, and we'd write out the words, and I'd set them on my tom-tom, and, and the other guys, would, wherever they did. And uh, you read the words, you play the song, and you just go over 16 candles. And then, uh, you know, the second song was a Fats Domino song called Blueberry Hill. I found my thrill. And these were real simple, straight-ahead, medium ballads. So that's how I started to sing. And uh, that went on, you know, we practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. And we finally, we, we actually got a show to do. It was a, it was a bar mitzvah. And we were going to go on out there and we put all the equipment in the car and Gil's convertible car and whatever and off we went and we got to the bar mitzvah and we played uh, a bunch of songs i can't remember too much about it but i know we did it and i don't know you know there was nothing noteworthy of what happened during that but we played it and it was fine and then we went back in rehearsals more and more and more and then all of a sudden and we got a call to do a wedding yeah, man, we were going We had to buy uh, some tuxedo jackets, powder blue. I think we had powder blue and pink tuxedo jackets. And uh, <clears throat> the songs, the guys in the band, they had these books called the Bible. And the Bible was, was all these standard songs. And, and they could barely read music, but we could read it enough to, to, to get it done, you know, Peg of My Heart and and other slow ballads and some jitterbug songs and things like that. So we practiced all that up and got really, well, you know, feeling pretty good about ourselves. And, and uh, we head out to this wedding and we're set up there and, you know, the people are milling around and we're going to play some stuff. And we started playing some easygoing songs. And I was sitting in the back on the drums and the rest of the band is out there and we're all just doing our thing. It's fun. And there's a really young kid. Now, I'm about maybe 17 now. And this young kid is sitting down next to me and he's looking up and I, I said, hey, uh, can you get me a beer? So he looked at me and I said, you know, a little glass of beer, the weddings that have these glasses. Well, he got me a beer and uh, he got me another beer and another beer. And I just kept drinking these beers all the time we're playing. And the, the gig was over and they couldn't really find me. And eventually they did, and I was out in the parking lot. This was winter, snow on the ground, and I was out in the parking lot laying face down in the snow in my tuxedo jacket, and I was gone. 
I don't know how many of these beers I drank, but that I'll tell you, I was not feeling any pain whatsoever. I have funny that I remember that one. You know, there were some other dates we played, but I remember that one very well. And, uh, you know, one of those things when you're young, you're just going to have crazy time. We had practiced and finally got a chance to play at a sock hop. And in Detroit, Michigan, or Taylor, Michigan, it was called Club 182. And it was the end spot for, for teen groups. And uh, gosh, we got this call. We were so excited because this was going to be a really a teen dance and everything else. And uh, so it was mentioned that, that uh, I was going to sing a song. The song was Run Around Sue by Dion. The leader of the band, he says, you know, you come out front and sing this song and I'll play the drums. And I thought, well, okay. So we kind of practiced it in the basement. And we worked out all the bugs and got to where we could do it. And the band would say, okay, let's do Run Around Sue. So we counted off Fred on the drums and we'd practice it. Well, we were on the stage and this was going to be the big Peter debut. So I came out in front of the band and, and Fred jumped on the drums and, and uh, the chord was hit on the guitar. Boom. And I went, here's my story. It's sad, but true. And my mind went totally blank. And so behind me, Fred's on the drums. He's going, about a girl that I once knew. And I'm going, about a girl that I once knew. She took my love, then ran around with every single guy in town. And then the song starts. And the sweat is pouring down my forehead like real embarrassment because I blew the words and oh man I was just imploding that night and uh, Fred was sort of playing drums and I was just totally distracted by everything and I I don't remember much after that I think I must have just gone blank but I don't remember any of the show but we played Club 182 and that's the first place that I came out as like a singer well I went back we went to the band, and I, I told them, I said, look, uh, I, I just don't want to do that anymore. I'm not a front man kind of singer, and, and uh, I better play the drums the next time I sing. And so that's what I started doing, playing drums and singing. And, uh, you know, as time went on, I learned another song and another song and another song. And pretty soon, I was doing quite a lot of songs in the band. You know, and, uh, oh, man, what days they were. They were just great, great days full of life. You know, it was just tremendous. Fred came in one night and he says, hey, man, I think, I think we got a, a nightclub to play in. I don't know, I think it was about 18 now. Yeah, something like that. Of course, they were all 20, 21. And we're going to go play this this club. It was called the Webwood Inn. It wasn't uh, one of the 
greater places in Detroit. Back in Detroit, they had the Club Cliché, the Club Gay Haven, Geno's Falcon Show Bar, a bunch of other stuff. The Rooster Tail, down the upper deck in the Rooster Tail, it was called. But we were starting off in the Webwood. And we had gone to a few other clubs and saw groups like Jack Noir and the Peppermints, the Royal Tones, Jamie Coe and the Gigolos, Tommy Good and the Tabs. And these guys were like the groups in Detroit. And here we were. We're going to do the David and Goliath thing. One, two, three. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Peter Rivera, original lead singer, drummer of Rare Earth, and I really appreciate that you've listened to these podcasts. I hope you come back and check out more. I've got a lot ahead of us and a lot of the story for you, so come on back and hang with me for a while. I bring you flowers, baby, because you're the best. I'm going to treat you so much better than all the rest.